What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 6, Episode 14. And it's called Chapter 110, Things That Go Bump in the Night. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the end of the podcast. We're going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines, our MVPs, and, and all of your recap roundups. You guys are sending us so many, and we love it. So be sure to stick around for the end of the podcast for that. As always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into the episode. Let's get into it. I'm very curious to see what you have to say about this one. You know what? I feel like this was in the world of filler episodes. Mm -hmm. This felt like a filler episode. Agreed. It it, it led to something. There were some things that were pretty key that we needed to see to kind of get the story. Because obviously, if we didn't get this episode, none of next episode would make sense. But... It felt very like, okay, now we got to like move Pop's diner into a truck. Like (laughs) since like why? Like there were just a lot of things about the episode that I was like, okay, like let's let's get to the next thing. How about you? Yeah, 100% agreed. There were some great moments like the Jughead and Veronica storyline. Like it's a random pivot, but I did enjoy it. Random. (laughs) But I did enjoy it. I I thought it was cute, but like, yeah, yeah, it was definitely a filler. It's like they were trying to fill and like to your point, that's a really good one because like having Jughead and Veronica, we've never we haven't seen them together on screen just doing their own thing for like years probably at this point. So like just to even see them on screen, it was nice, but at the same time it was like, okay, like was that necessary? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, let's get into the episode. So it starts right off with our girl Cheryl catching up with her long lost love, Heather. So Heather's back. Heather, guys, <laughs> brace yourselves. Brace yourselves. Because there's going to be a lot of Heather this episode. And, and she came here to slay. Like, hatred for her. <laughs> yeah. Like, we heard, we saw, we know how y'all feel about yeah. our girl Heather. But um, Jeez. Jeez Louise. Um, so Heather talks about the fact that, like, her mom died. She's, like, kind of just sussing Cheryl out. She asks if she's single. And Cheryl does. And one of the things that I think even one of our listeners, Shoni, if I thought it was, like, <laughs> there was no mention of Shoni um, last episode while everyone else kind of had kind of had a moment. This is was Cheryl's Shoni moment where she talks about Tony, how they did have a relationship. She finally was, mentions her name. She, yeah. She finally talks about her relationship with her. And she says, like, you know, it was, it was great. It just, we kind of, like... Grew apart. We had different and lives. Hearing and that tone, lives. I was very taken aback actually by that because I will agree. Like they don't. There's not even mention of of Shoni. Yes, true. for like months. Um. So the fact that she does bring her up and her tone was like very casual. She was like, "We just like that was like my great love, but like we found like our different path and like it right. just like took us and like she spoke about it in such a casual way and like it sounded like she was so at terms with where they were in their lives that I felt okay with it. I was like, oh, <laughs> like true. Okay. So you guys are on different paths. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Um. So yeah, she talks about the fact that she's single. And Cheryl does talk about trying to maybe make Thornhill a private library, which is why Heather kind of needs to stick around. I was like, a great way to kind of keep your girl Mm -hmm. around, like cute. Um, Then it cuts to Pops Diner and Tabitha uh, is talking to Pops and Jughead about the diner basically not being able to be considered a landmark. Because I guess at that point, Percival already kind of sideswiped her and like thought about it. And now he's like got something else going on. And the mayor was like, sorry. Um... 
So her next idea, which she talks about a little bit later, she's like, I have an idea, though. Like, well, let's figure this out. Cuts to the FBI office, and we get our first experience with, like, Agent Drizzy, Drake. Drizzy Drake. Drizzy Drake. And <laughs> Betty coming what's, through. What's her first name? Because the Jillian. Way... Her name's Wait, Jillian. Wait, so Jillian. So she's like, yeah. my name is Jillian Drake, but you could call me Jillian, Jillian. or Drake. <laughs> Whatever you want. Whichever one you want. And then Betty's like, okay, Drake? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so weird. She even tells her at one point. So she's talking to her about her trauma with her mom and like what happened last episode. And um, she, Agent Drake tells her, she's like, you need to move out of that place. It is toxic. <laughs> it is traumatic. You might need to move out with like a boyfriend or like maybe a girlfriend, like whatever you need, girl. Like she just like, the entire episode, dead. obviously, I everyone felt it. Dead. The hint, 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 wink, wink, come on through to Drake's little party house. like, And so much so that we actually lurked Betty's phone this week. <laughs> and um, there's actually a really good phone lurk on our Instagram. You guys should check, check it, out. it out. And she might have had a little texty text from Miss, uh, Miss Agent Drake. So go check it so, out on our Instagram. See, see what's popping over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this is when she tells her, like, you can call me Jillian. Wink. Yeah. She's like, um, what do you think about this situation? First of all, I was dead at the entire conversation. I could not stop laughing because she's like, so you're going to go to, like, your boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, girlfriend, boyfriend? Like, and she's like, yeah, my want. boyfriend. She's like, oh, your boyfriend. Okay. She's like, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> <laughs> Why she's would like she just say, like, yeah, like, why would she just say, like, make sure you, like, you go to your friends and, like, don't, like, don't make, make sure you're not alone, like, and not be at your house. Like, the way she, like, yeah. so, like pivoted to be it being such a, like, she's like, call me, like, later. A lurking okay? moment. Like, it was, yeah. it was, but I do like her character. Yeah. I like that Betty finally has someone, like, at work that's, like, legit and, like, not psycho that she can actually, like, yes. bounce ideas off of. For sure. For um, sure. You guys, like, it sounds like a lot of our watchers love the chemistry between these two and yeah. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know if that's going to be a potential love story for Betty. Right. We can talk about it a little bit later, but I'm, I'm thinking I have an idea of what they're going to do with her character, but I'm not 100% okay. sure. So then it cuts to Betty visiting Archie, and then she asks to move in. And I wrote down, and he's like, like, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I was <laughs> so like, she was already living you? there. I know. That was my thing. I was like, why aren't you? Like, why haven't we gotten past that point already? Yeah. Like, they already had a pregnancy. Like, they thought they were pregnant at one point, like, and, like two weeks ago. It's not like she's getting along with her mom anyway. So, like, yeah. it would have made total... They live right next door. She could literally keep her yeah. clothes there and still, like, live at Archie's. Exactly. Um, so, I was kind of annoyed. That I'm like, Drake having to tell you to, like, leave your, like, family home of, yeah. filled with trauma. Like, maybe you could have done that, like years ago she made it seem like she's giving her like the best advice it was like yeah that's common yeah sense. she's like that cool but also yeah. she didn't take it all these years so maybe it was good advice for just for for betty to finally hear it so yeah archie's down obviously um and then it cuts to tony and fangs talking to the social worker about the custody battle <sighs> so they be having some issues this week about the fact that they basically have criminal records they're both a part of a gang um, and then poor Tony is just out here trying to like be like, but like I have a master's, like I'm his mom, like she's just so trying to cute. floss a little bit. And the woman, she was basically like, what's her name, Janet? Jenny? Yeah, Jenny. it was Janet. Was Janet. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> she's like, that's not enough. Like you guys need like a like a king pin, like a like a, a big situation to like solidify you guys. Yeah. in this custody battle. First of all. 
I don't know how you feel, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm over this custody ballot storyline. Period. So over it. Like, on period. Like, I just don't want it. Tony's was Tony was going in such a great path. Yeah. And she had such a like clear mission. And now I feel like it's been like sideswiped because like she has to deal with this dumb bullshit from Kevin Keller. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just frustrating to know that like Kevin's behind all this and like why do we have to deal with it? How are they gonna like heal from this? And if they do heal from it, are we gonna be fine with it? Like you're going through a custody battle. That's fucking serious shit. And like now we have to get into the nitty gritty with a fucking. And why does Tony like, have to prove herself? Worker? She's already proven herself so many freaking times to yeah. us. Like she could raise that kid on her own. She doesn't even need fangs. She doesn't need fangs. But like th- th- and that's what I mean. I just feel like all of it is kind of frustrating to watch. So I wasn't really for any of Tony. And yeah. And it's like really episode. frustrating to watch him him yeah. act because it's. Really- <laughs> God, everybody coming in. Dude, for there's comments acting, this right? week about his acting too. I'm like, it's not just me. Like, it's when he overacts, and it's true. Like, like Vanessa Morgan's like here, and she's like holding the scene down, and I'm like, oh my god. And then like he comes in, and he's like, Mrr! he's like overacting, and I'm like, oh, like you had to ruin You're the like, mood. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just uh, yeah, yeah, Anyways. just kind of over that whole situation. Yeah. So then it cuts to Tabitha, and she's talking to Archie. And she decides that she's going to tear down Pops and put it temporarily in storage. At this point, right. I don't think she even talks about the El Royale at all. She's just like, I think we just need to move it. Move because it. Yeah. if they don't move it at a certain point in time, then all of it becomes Percival's ownership. So she just wants to get it out. And she makes a good point. She's like, clearly, this is something that he wants to destroy. Right. So clearly, this is an important part of the entire battle that's about to take place. Like, right. She sort of put that together to be like, this is the essence of the good side. Riverdale. We yeah. can't lose this, you know? Yeah. So he's like, okay, cool. Let's get going. I'll get some people together. Um, so then it cuts to Jughead and he's bored. That's basically the only reason why he comes out to help Veronica because he was bored out of his mind in his apartment. Um, as if there's nothing better to like do, you like can go rewind. help your girlfriend. How are you like, so bored? Go do something yeah. else. I don't know. So she gets he gets a text from Veronica basically saying, like, come through. He comes by the Babylonian, and her situation is she needs money for these investors. And her idea to do this money thing is to use his, like, mind-reading powers to run a little show. Mm-hmm. I was like, Veronica, of all of the money schemes that you've come up with to make money, this was your big money pull. Like, this, you own a casino, you used to own, like, a diamond shop. You're like, I'm going to use your powers to get, what, $5 yeah. at admission? Like, what are you doing? I know. It's, I just didn't I, understand. I didn't mind it so much. I honestly I didn't mind it so much because at this point I'm like, whatever. Okay, yeah. she, like, use use Jughead. <laughs> to me, what killed me was she was like, Jughead, take a seat. She's like, we're gonna do this trick magic show. Okay. Yeah. She's like, I'm gonna charge 60-40 my way. Yeah. Bitch, you're using his talents. What are you offering? You're, doing you're, he, you're literally doing nothing without him. This doesn't exist. Yeah. And she has the audacity to be like 60 40. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's no, like 50 50. Which at least. this point, it's like, why does he even need money? Like, what, what are you money. like scrounging? Like, you need like cash? Like, I yeah. didn't understand it. Um, just, it was cute. It was whatever. I was like, I was fine with it. I'll take it. It's a scheme. Yeah. Like, that's a thing, yeah. right? Like, we were talking, getting 
getting Veronica and Jughead together, it's not easy. So clearly they just need the They did make story. it seem like like earlier when they like teased the fact that like Jughead and Veronica would have like a storyline, they kind of teased it as like, oh, they're gonna have a storyline. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. There's negative sexual chemistry there between these two characters. Zero. And there will never be chemistry with like that kind of chemistry. <laughs> they just won't. Like, it's not gonna happen. It, yeah. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah, for sure. Um they do have like something that happens later that I'm kind of interested more. I got more interested in, but this show was kind of not necessary. So then it cuts into uh, Archie with his construction team to tear it on pops. They're all like, yes, let's go. Let's do this. Then we have Tony and Fangs talking after work and he's like stressed. He's like, I don't know. I do. I've got to pick, pick up another job or a shift or like there's a new construction job doing going with Archie and whatever. And he's like, I don't want to look like a freeloader. Like, I am I look like a loser right now on paper. I need to do more. And Tony has to, like, calm him down and be like, don't worry. We'll make this work. We'll figure it out. Not not a problem. Like, she was amazing. Like, once again, Tony just, like, leading the charge, yeah. as always. Then it cuts to the Cooper residence, and Betty comes in, and she sees the twins playing with a new cat. Now... Danger zone, danger zone. Um, she sees the cat, and this obviously red she's like, aura thing triggered. was killing me. This episode, I know. oh my god! First of all, the, they have special effects, but the special effects in the aura department are just like <laughs> not. They're not it. It looks like I've seen TikTok filters that are better. Um, so she's like, <laughs> she's out here talking to Dagwood and Juniper, and they have this new cat because Alice got them a new cat, and. Um, she starts staring at the kids and Dagwood has like a red aura yeah. when he's talking about how excited he is <laughs> to play with his cat. I was like, oh God, like these kids are going to kill this cat. So obviously Betty like slowly takes the cat away. She's like, I'll be back. Like, you know, just got to like get the shots in and whatever. And the kids are like, okay, cool. Like, these like bring two- it back ASAP. Yeah. Freaking like creepy Weirdos. kids sitting there. Then it cuts to Pop's Diner. And they're breaking it all down. And I don't know if you noticed this or like why they shot this, but I have a re- I, ha- I think I have a reason. At one point, the gumball machine falls yeah. and shatters all over the floor. And there's like a slow, like a very close up shot of like Tony looking or not Tony, Tabitha being like, oh, like <laughs> the, 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 it shattered. Yeah. Um, my so gumballs. Like, yeah, I know my gumballs. Twenty five cents. Um, so I was like, okay, I guess I have to pay attention to this. So I have a theory yeah. about that a little bit later. Then it cuts to the FBI office, and Betty is talking to Jillian about the twins and her aura powers. So she kind of talks her talks it out, and she's like. So I have this power that I'm able to see auras. They start talking about aura powers. Like, seems like Jillian has all this information on what her ability is. Um, But then she talks about the fact that she has, like, a bit of a blind spot because um, she's not able to see it in everyone. Mm -hmm. And she's she's unable to see it in the TBK. Right. Um, And also, only one of the kids was glowing. It wasn't the other one. Right, right. So then... She's like, okay, well, maybe you can test them for the serial killer gene. 
um, the kids. So then she's like, okay, I can't cool. believe we're back here again. Like, why are we I still talking about the serial killer? They, they tied and weaved the serial killer gene into this entire storyline. Like, they're like, obsessed with this freaking storyline. Like, I'm going to go make a gene so that you guys can have it because you're so obsessed like, with it. <laughs> obsessed with like, it. Like, get over yourself. Yeah. M O M A M O M A A. I'm like, I'm so over this storyline. M O M A M O M A. That's exactly what it sounds like. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, we're back in the freaking serial killer gene. And she takes them to Dr. Curdle Jr. to, like, get these swabs or whatever. Um, and his face was even like, ooh, these kids. <laughs> <laughs> these four kids are, like, everyone's shafting them. Um, then it cuts to Heather with Cheryl. And she starts to do, like, a little witch spell to, like, I don't know, cleanse the air. I, don't, I forgot what she's yeah. doing exactly. But yeah. she's, like, doing something. Cheryl says that she's got a little bit of witch in her as well. And she asks, and then I think this is when Heather kind of talks about her past and the fact that yeah. she was kind of a part of like a little like Wiccan crew. She was like, I was more yeah. than a Wiccan. I was like, actually a witch. Um, a real thing. And then Cheryl says like, I have powers as well. Maybe you can help me like control them or tell me all you know. Like she's yeah. like, teach me everything you know about being so a witch. There was a couple was of cute. yeah. There was a couple of throws that I just want to quickly like cover off. So when she first gets there, yeah. she does say she's like, "How's your like like Cheryl's like, how's your mom?" She's like, "Oh, my mom's dead. She like, yeah. died in an accident." And I was like, "Oh, did you kill your mom?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, <laughs> alert, alert!" Yeah, you killed your mom. <laughs> well, I was just the way they said it. She was like, "She died in an accident," and then Cheryl's like, "How gothic?" And I was like, mm. like <laughs> Like, is this girl as good as she claims to be? I sure. hope she is. I hope she is because, like, I do like her character. Mm -hmm. But, like, is there more that we don't know about? Right. Having said that, also, she does reference Greendale. She's like, I am from Greendale. Like, I'm a witch, whatever. So yeah. is this going to be the Sabrina connection? Like, we still don't know. But, like, I'm really excited to see what path we go down with Heather. It 100% has to be the connection to Sabrina just because she's from Greendale. And now she says she had like yeah. basically a coven in Greendale. So it could only be yeah, the coven be of, of the Spellman sisters. Yeah. Like that's the only coven that I could think of. Um, but it would be interesting to your point if like you find out later from Sabrina like, oh, Heather was like. The crazy That's what I'm saying. One. Like they're like, from like another coven. Like yeah, like maybe she like worked with like the dark other guy. magic or something. Yeah, he, like, yeah, worked in dark magic or something. Because you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, she's not like a she's a temporary character. So we always assume like she's either gonna be there for a hot minute for yeah, just a teacher or something, or is she like actually evil? Yeah. So anyway, still kind of up in the air with her at that point. Cuts to Pop's diner, and Percival comes in with Frank. And as everyone's working, he offers everyone a new job, but working for the railroad. Um, and he says there's going to be no union dues. And then Fangs right away is like, I volunteer as tribute. Yeah, he's like, sick. <clears throat> and a few other people, I think, also leave. But everyone's And like, also they're the getting F? paid like triple the amount. Like they're paid right. more too. So obviously like. Or she's like, what the hell? Like, we always unionize our jobs. Like, that's what my dad always fought for. Mm -hmm. And he kind of even looks at Frank and he's like, you know this. Like, it was you a know. Good, yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that was important to my dad to make sure that they were unionized. Um, anyway, Frank as a douchebag just kind of walks out with Percival. And now Fangs is kind of like off this job. So cool. Like, Thanks already. A lot, like, he literally worked Ooh. half a day and he was like already half done. Half a day. He was done. Then it cuts to the Babylonium. And Veronica 
starts to sing another song. Another song, Toxic. Uh, yeah, unfortunately it Not wasn't toxic. toxic. It was like some next weird <laughs> other Broadway song. And then they do the show. So then right. they show you, you see a little montage of Jughead doing the show and he's guessing everybody's numbers correctly. And it was like, wow. And the last shot is of Reggie kind of in the corner watching mm-hmm. the show and he's kind of just like lurking. Mm-hmm. He like yeah, wants yeah. in on that cut. You know what I mean? Um, so pops the next day. Everything that they put into the truck to move is now back in the diner. Um, and I wrote down, but the gumball machine that was in the corner is now also intact. Mm. So then I wrote down, is it magic? Because I didn't know at that point there were like ghosts involved. So right, like, right, right, right. So for a part of me, a part of me at this point in time was like, oh, are they going to reveal that like pops cannot move? Mm. Like it, like everything about it Has is like state, a staple which kind and of- like it'll never be able yeah. to be moved. Um, so then Tabitha obviously thinks it's Percival. She's like that motherfucker. He like came in and like put everything in there. Um, so she goes and talks to Percival. She goes to the curiosity shop. She like reams in on him. She's like, I don't know what your fucking obsession with uh, this is of me is, but you got to stop right now. Um, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do nothing. And she tips over like a vase. She walks out. She's like, I hate you. The end. <laughs> Like, I don't know. There's nothing else to say about that scene. Um, So then it cuts to Pop's Diner. And as they're, like, moving stuff around, the jukebox goes off. Mm -hmm. Like, it starts playing. And then next thing you know, all you hear is, like, someone being like, Archie, someone just got electrocuted from the jukebox. (laughs) You heard, like, the sizzle. You're like, I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. Someone (laughs) literally got electrocuted. That's serious. Uh. Um, So something's going weird in Pop's, obviously. Then it cuts back to another storyline. Dr. Curdle Jr. gets back with the results of Juniper and Dagwood. And ja- Juniper is actually the one that has. So, the yeah. So, this, see, this, this is where this starts to lose me because there's a lot starts. of like, oh, yeah, <laughs> continues. Yeah. Oh, no, she has the gene, but he has the aura. Oh, but I see the aura and I don't see yeah. the gene. And then I saw the gene. And I didn't know that. And like, it's like, oh, like, I'm <sighs> done. I don't yeah. care, though. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's all just very not necessary. Like, and you're the next confusing thing me more. Like, yeah, like we're going to find out that TBK was like Betty's uncle or something stupid in the last like, episode. Like it's, it was Alice's brother or something stupid like that. Like I'm just kind of over the whole, con- like it doesn't, it doesn't all need to be here, Riverdale. No. Like, we don't need any of this. Or like so, focus on her, the aura thing, like leave the DNA thing and focus on like, how do you, how does she see the aura? Let's, let's work yeah, on that. Yeah. But they had to bring in the stupid DNA part. And I was like, oh, freaking over. I it. mean, I guess in the grand scheme, they wrapped it in. So it kind of made sense, but you're right. At this point in time, I was like, oh my God. So Juniper, I think, she can't see it so that you can see the Dagwoods. But like, there was just yeah, too many people, no. too many auras. If it was the first time that we heard about it, it's a different story. Like, I'd be like, oh, okay. Like, what is that? But it's like, guys, it's been like five seasons of this shit. Like, like I'm stop. done. Like, let's let it go. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Agent Drake theorizes that maybe she can't see people with this (laughs) M-O-A-O-A-O-A gene. (laughs) And so she's like, well, yeah, Cheryl also. (laughs) She's able to see. It's a song. It's a song in this way. Um, By Drake. (laughs) It's going to be by Drake. Um, Julian Drake. (laughs) So she wants to tell Cheryl who she's seen the aura around and also the hospital guy. 
and see if they had the gene because those are the last two people right. that she saw the aura around. She's like, okay, cool. Let's test them and like, see if how this much work sense. is she going through? <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, just so many things. So you gotta get their DNA. She's like, yeah, no problem. That's easy. Yeah, all good. We got this. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that <laughs> yeah, like fuck. So then it cuts to Reggie, and he goes into Veronica's office, and now he wants a cut of this act. Freaking He's like, Reggie pissed me off. I know. Reggie like, was. Where such did you a come fail. from? You're so such useless. I hated like, his character this episode. Oh. Um, so he essentially blackmails Veronica and yeah. he says, I have this shit about you putting a hit on your dad. So if you don't want that to get out and Percival to find out, then you're gonna give me a nice sweet 20% off of this show. First of all, is this was this show supposed to run more than once? Like, yeah, is that your, like, she could have just deal. E- like she could have easily just said like, no, we only it's ran only it one time. time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a one time yeah. situation. So she's obviously feeling frustrated because now he wants to cut, and he just kind of leaves it at that. He like leaves her with an ultimatum and says, if you don't give me the money, then I will uh, tell Percival. So then it cuts to Tony and fans. Sorry, is that also Sorry. the moment where like Jughead finds out about Hiram, like her killing Hiram? Or is that after? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think so, maybe. Or no, I think after, actually. Okay. Because I think this talk is between just, it's the just two them, them two. Yeah, yeah it's okay. just them two. Um, so then Tony and Fangs cuts to Tony and Fangs. Fangs is all excited. He's like, I just bought a car. Tony's like, what the, what the fuck? Like, Dude, she's like, I knew this was about to pop off the minute oh she God. was like, whose car is that outside? I was like, Oh, oh, he just put a lease down on a car. I didn't tell her. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and I'm then like, he was like, oh, I already bought a car. Like, I got a job for one day. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Fangs, so she's, so he's like, yeah, pers- I'm, I'm working, working for, for Percival now. NBD. I'm making three times the amount of money. And Tony literally tells him, she's like, are you fucking stupid? She's like, he is literally the evil devil. Like, yeah. And Fangs is like, yeah, 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 it's totally fine. Like, I know I can ground my, like, self in something. And, like, yeah, like, Archie told me I could, like, tether myself to, like, the tail. And, like, I'm totally going to do that. Like, shut up. Like, bro, what are you talking about? You can barely spell tether. Like, get out of here. Like, God. So he's like, yeah. He's like, I'll be careful. But the money's so good. Like, I don't want to be a deadbeat. So fine. Um. Obviously, like, this is the point. These are the points in time where I wish, like, Tony pushed back a little bit because yes, she just yeah. has the patience of an yeah. angel. And yeah. I know that she had so much patience for Cheryl. So, obviously, we have to gift Fr- Fangs that's the a, same level really of patience. Point. Yeah. So, she's just being hella patient in this moment with him. I, I think you see someone who is trying so hard to hold on to this idea yeah. or this, like, family unit because she's maybe scared of losing it. Like, we see how she reacts, obviously, at the end, like, what she says to him at the end. But, like, Mm -hmm. you're right. In this moment, I want her to blow up on him and be like, what the F is your problem? But, like, she, like, reevaluates it in her mind. And she's like, no, okay, just stay calm. Exactly. Because I think in her head, she's thinking first and foremost about Anthony and losing Anthony. So she's like, fine, if this crazy guy wants to do this, like, sure. Like, he's doing something. What will be so sad is, like, if she does end up losing baby Anthony and, like, she tried all of these things still. Yeah, exactly. Which I don't think is going to be the case for her. Tony's going to win at the end of the season. Yeah. So then it comes to Heather and Cheryl, and they're talking, and Heather's reading her tarot cards. And she pulls one, and she's like, oh, this one means, like, change. And then this one 
she flips it and she's like, oh, this is like love is like in your life. Like you're horny. Like this it's like horny person. Getting up in that like, gig. Have you been intimate with anyone? Like, <laughs> she's like, wink, wink. Yeah. She's like, between like, her and doc, like Agent Drake, they're just like <laughs> sussing these girls out to see if they're single. I was dying because it was like the scene right after him. Yeah. I was like, what is up with these horrified <laughs> girls? Like, horny today. They're trying to like get the tea. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah. She's like, wink, wink. Are you in love or need mm-hmm. to be in love? Um, and then her last card is the tower and she says how the tower like is all about like tumultuous like evil and darkness and there's like all this a storm is a brewing apparently so a brewing. Like, okay <laughs> thank you for that information I already know the world is coming to an end um, so then it cuts to Archie and Tabitha at the hospital because this guy got electrocuted <laughs> um, and Archie basically says he's like I don't know what happened there because it must have been it must have been the jukebox he was and like pissed at her he was pissed like, what did you do like her, your, your machine's like broken <laughs> yeah you killed me, she, my guy she's you like, electrocuted my boy I know and, and Tabitha like conveniently she's so said cute. she's like I checked it five minutes before that like she's someone like, came um, in I've been servicing that jukebox for the last two years and I just got a service was two months ago like yeah yeah she, like, had she's the like receipts. nothing's wrong with the jukebox it was cute though like she's she so like, on top of herself. everything yeah she's like you have an issue i already know um so then it cuts to veronica and jughead talking about reggie's blackmail so this is when this is when she, he has yeah, just to say what so happened this is when she has to say yeah. it and he's like true like i kind of had an idea that you were the one that was off well for she it. says it like so cash she's like oh like he just he knows that like i basically killed my dad so <laughs> and jughead's like what he's like you, I, what and she's like yeah i killed him yeah you know i i've made peace you know, with it i'm okay you with it so you should be too <laughs> and jughead's like all right i'm good like, like, it's totally geez. fine like whatever yeah <laughs> it's your dad uh, <laughs> you're bad to make girl with that fucking portrait that you keep somewhere god knows where um so this is when she kind of goes to the next ex- extreme which is yeah. she asked jughead if he can wipe reggie's memory like if he has the power to erase memories and jughead yeah. says i don't i've never done it before it might be possible like let me look into it but uh yeah so that's that's kind of her I do, plan to write i do like memory. how jughead's ability is like growing like from last week where yeah. like he helped betty with like that one thing and like now he's doing like reverse memory like he's the taking it away trauma. like yeah. it's cool like we're seeing how how strong his power actually is for sure for sure i love the i will say and i know that we're laughing about the fact that like betty and her aura is this episode but i was waiting for her to finally have like a moment with me it. too only because like we got a lot of archie and the palladium and him like this and that and whatever, yeah. whatever. Like we barely got a lot of like aura stuff. We didn't get a lot of mind reading stuff. So it feels like this was the episode for them to kind of show yeah. what's happening with their powers right yeah. now. Um, so then it cuts to Tabitha and she gets to Pops. And as she's like getting to the front, she sees from the outside that it's like a diner full of people just like hanging out. Yeah. And she's like, what the F? So she walks in and it's completely empty except that jukebox that's in the corner is like flickering away. And then she sees like a hot pot of coffee. Like it's like there was yeah. like a meal like cooked, like yeah. sitting there in front of her. She's like, what the hell's happening? Um, so then Archie later talks to Tabitha about the fact that the diner might be haunted. And uh, Archie's like, you know what? I'm so sorry, but half of my crew already quit. Like, I don't know if we're going to be able to get all that stuff out in time. 
And Archie's like, I really need to talk to Frank because, like, he's obviously on the other side of this. Yeah. Let's see if I can get some help to, like, get this thing done for you. Because yeah. at this point, Archie's like, yo, my people, like, already, like, cleaned out your place, like, seven times. And it just keeps getting reset. What the fuck? Um, so then it cuts to the white worm. And Archie is now trying to mend things with Frank. And Frank is, like, I don't know how to describe him. But, like, he's not the character that we, I think, grew to love. Mm. over the last like he's like he's like a zombie of himself right now he's like a zombie of himself like he was saying like because he was talking about how fred like you know archie's talking about his dad and he's like you know our dad my dad would not want us to see us like fight like this and frank just like outright is like your dad was an idealist and like just leaves it like he doesn't explain himself he doesn't like give him any more information past that and then archie obviously pulls like a nice little moment where he slides a picture of him uh of of frank and fred as kids and they're like wearing construction hats super cute yeah and he's like can we just try to work this out and then in that moment frank kind of looks at the picture and he smiles and like as the audience even i was like oh sick and the music changed coming around yeah i was like (laughs) it's like the riverdale theme song yeah i was like okay like that's cute like he's coming around like yeah finally these kids they're getting to to them emotionally or like yeah like they're touching them emotionally which is like what we've been trying to say like pull pull them through somehow like yeah exactly but anyway that doesn't happen it was like short-lived not even (laughs) not even it was all real it wasn't fake um so then it cuts to the fbi office and both cheryl and the orderly um, do not have the serial killer gene. So Drake then hypothesizes that Betty's blind spot is this gene that she has, the M-O-A-O-A-O-A-O-A. Um, so Betty thinks that if there's a way to not have this blind spot, um, and Drake says, you probably have to like now work that muscle. Now that you're aware of it mentally, you might be able to like work the muscle she doesn't really explain it that well okay so sorry what they're saying is because so whoever has the m-o-m-a-a-a gene yeah (laughs) yeah she can't see their aura she cannot see their aura which is why she probably couldn't see tbks which is why she can't see alice like she couldn't see certain people's right like alice also has the gene so she should be able to see it whenever she's being threatening whatever oh and then juniper has the has the gene that's why Juniper she didn't see Juniper's red aura. She only exactly. saw the boys. So she, yeah, she only yeah. saw the boys because so they're both was, evil, basically. Yeah, they're both evil. Okay. <laughs> doesn't matter if you haven't <laughs> doesn't seen Doesn't matter if you see the freaking aura. They're going to drown that cat. Evil. They're going to fucking murder the yeah. cat. Yeah, like, don't give um, the cat back. Which also, like, we never even follow up on the fact that, like, these kids need therapy. Like, deep, deep, yeah, deep Yeah, well, therapy. Alice like, is their, like, grandma, so, like, she's not going to take them to therapy. That, that's true. <laughs> Uh, these kids are doomed, basically, is what you're trying to say. Um, so she says, yeah, she's like, now that you're mentally aware that this is a situation, yeah. maybe your brain will now switch to try to like, see think that. think about those that, things. Yeah see, yeah, see the aura, even though they have the gene. Um, and then this is when we get another moment where Drake is like, Oh, like, so how is it like living with your boyfriend right like, how's now? How's it going? Like, how's it going? Like, you know? So my theory was, and it doesn't happen this episode, so I guess I could talk about it. I was wondering if Drake was going to move in with Archie and Betty and like live at the Archie house just because it changes up the dynamic a little bit. Maybe Agent Drake doesn't have a place to live in Riverdale. Wait, you think she was going to move in with Archie? 
Yeah, I thought that she was going to be like, oh, hey, because again, she asked about the boyfriend thing. And at this point, I felt like it was a little out of place. Like the first yeah, time she talks about like the boyfriend, thirsty. I was like, ha 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 ha. But then this time when she was like, how's it going living with your boyfriend? Like Betty's like, why are you asking? Like, yeah, no, it was such a weird. random thing to yeah. say. So I was like, oh, maybe it's leading to like <laughs> Drake saying, oh, like. Would you want another roommate? Like, would I be able to hang out with you guys too? Like in your bed? <laughs> yeah, like in your bed and minus your boyfriend. Just me <laughs> and you. Uh, can we have sleepovers? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you think that that's I wish even a possibility? she cut to Betty's face and like I wish she was like, uh, like, why are you asking me that? Like, it's a yeah. little random. It's very random. Like <laughs> at that point in time, I was like, why are you even asking this question? There's no need yeah. for it. Yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what the point of Drake asking that question outside of the fact that she's like hitting on Betty, I guess, this whole time. Um. But it's good which to is, have an alternate. Which is so why not? Look, here's the thing. Again, it's just very inappropriate because like she's <laughs> she's asking you for your help, like professionally, and the yeah. first thing you do is like try to hit on her. Like, yeah. she already had that with the other guy. Now yeah. again, it's like with like just. Can you just be a coworker for like a minute <laughs> for five before minutes. you hit on her? Like, stop talking about her boyfriend and let's just get this movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, she talks about that. Then it cuts to Heather and Cheryl, um, talking about Tabitha and uh, or talking to Tabitha about the ghosts, and they're like, well. Heather talks about the fact that she, like, kind of saw ghosts and she has, like, some spiritual abilities. So she's like, I might be able to help you with that. Like, maybe we can do a seance or something. So sure enough, at Pop's Diner, Heather casts some, like, magical spell and she calls on them. And they talk to this random waitress who basically, because I think this is when Tabitha admits or she she tells them it is true that you know she talked to pops and apparently there were some people who actually died in pops like mm. while they were at pops and yeah. even this waitress has like a scar on her face mm. like maybe she got burned like by coffee like burn or knows? something like, yeah she died um but they never really get into it anyway they're talking to this waitress and the waitress says like we're not leaving because we need to witness this like crazy battle that you guys are about to have um and they tell her, like, yo, there's a train be that's going to be put in here. And the waitress kind of gives them a clue in that the train is, yeah, like, like, not just Tabitha a regular like, train. Tabitha was like, he's going to build a train. And she's like, wait, what? A train? And then she's like, why? And she's like, the ghost train? <laughs> she's like, it's the ghost train. And we're like, oh, okay. So, like, they're just adding that extra element that it's a ghost train. Yeah. Um, so I guess the assumption is that the ghosts will come into Riverdale, into Riverdale on the train right. and like take over the evil spirits, whatever, uh, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Um, and so they kind of make a deal. They're like, you got to work with us. Like Cheryl was so cute. She's like, girl, like, like you're dead. You got to move. Like, like we got to we got to keep this moving. So she tells them they'll be OK to shut down Pops for a very short period of yeah. time or they she's like, don't put us into storage. No, she's like, no, 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 not cold storage. We don't it go needs into to be storage. Like somewhere special. Only 15 hours. She's like, only 10 hours. I need to be here. Yeah. Um. So she's like, or we like disappear. Like they basically like dis disappear. Yeah, because like, they can't survive without being in the walls of like pops, like, I guess. In the walls of pops, <laughs> being in the jukebox. Um, and they said that they cannot witness, witness the fight. And they also said they cannot beat. The Eldritch Evil. Yeah. And I had to might write that down because yep. 
Shout out to Chaos. Shout out to Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yep. She goes against the Eldritch Terrors for anyone who has or hasn't watched it. She goes through fighting them in the final season. Um, and that's kind of like her big task. So I wonder, I I it really honestly need to go back. They're definitely connected. And that is why she's probably going to show up. Because my yeah. thing is like, maybe she's coming. Maybe Sabrina will come to Riverdale to help stop the Eldritch yeah. Evil. Which makes sense to me. But totally. also I'm like... Why is this not just in chaos? Like, why are we? Yeah. <laughs> why are we in Riverdale right now? Yeah. And why didn't we get that storyline? It'll be really interesting to see how they wrap this into how Chilling Adventures of Sabrina ended, because Sabrina ended in a very like weird way. Like everyone was yeah. kind of like kind of upset about how it ended. I wonder if they're going to change the story or if it's going to be a continuation. Of I know, that that's, story, that's what that, I'm wondering too. Line. Yeah, because there was never a mention of her going to like Riverdale to like fix anything. Right? Yeah, like she wasn't like, I'm gonna go to Riverdale to talk to Archie about this. Yeah. like at any point in time in in chaos. So I wonder what they're gonna do with that. Um, then it cuts to the FBI office, and this is when we see Alice going off on Betty. Like she is pissed. She's pissed about the fact that she took the twins. How dare you take them? They're under my care. Um, and Betty basically says, like, yo, the house that you're living in is a murder house. Like, it is evil. There's just, like, so much bad in that house. And this is when Alice gets super, super upset. And then that's when Betty starts to see her TikTok aura. Yeah. And she freaks out. She's like, oh, snap. Like, now I can see my mom. She's, like, yeah. wilding out. Um, so then it cuts to our, then it was, and it was really interesting. I don't know what you were thinking, but when I saw that, I was like, oh, does that mean that she's going to like try to hurt her? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I was wondering the same thing. Like, but yeah. I think they do clean it up later where she talks <clears throat> to Drake about the fact that there it's either emotional or physical damage that she's oh. about to do. Like that's what the aura means. Ooh, I wish so it was it like purple for emotional and then red for like physical. Yeah, that so would be cool. <laughs> but because we don't need no, any more colors. That's <laughs> true. Because no, like Alice does like rip rip into Betty in that moment, and it was yeah. really savage. And she was like, "You're not even the greatest daughter." Like, no, nah, nah, nah. yeah, like it was in. so rude, and I was like, so "Oh my god." Yeah, it was pretty tight. So then it cuts to Archie at home, and she he's talking to Tabitha about moving the diner into the El Royale. And he's like, I'm down. Sounds good. And this is when Frank also comes in and says, you know, I saw the picture ever since you showed me the picture. Yeah. I changed my tune. I'm totally down to, like, wink, wink, call in like, sick I'm tomorrow. on your side now. Like, I yeah. love you. Again. And <laughs> I L-O-U. Uh <laughs> And then he's like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, I'll come by with some of the boys to help with Pop Cider. Then it cuts to Archie and Betty. They finally catch up after a long, hard day at work. And Betty says that she's going to also help with the move. And he's like, okay, cool. Thanks. Bye. Um, cute scene, so though. They're so cute together. Yeah, they are really cute. I know. I'm just kind of glazing over yeah. it. But, like, every single moment that they have he's like, a you don't have to, to like, do that. Up. She's like, no, I want to. Like, I want to help like, you. I'm going to help okay. you. She's like, also, like, you need my aura because Frank is bad. But cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was, that was the only reason why she was there. Yeah, that's true. Um, so then it cuts to Jughead, and he's, like, reading a book on, like, wiping minds. And he tells Veronica, I think it's, like, a bit of a montage. She's like, yes, actually, I can do it. Um, but it has to be at a certain, like, 
like a same kind of idea that he had to do with Alice, where like he had to like slide into his mind at some point, like, like while he while they're there, or like while he was like not focused on his yeah, mind yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So she was. So he's counting the cut in her office, and while he's counting the cut, he's like focused on the yeah on the that, money. Yeah. That Jughead is able to jump in, and then it's kind of set up the same way that he was for Betty's mind, where there's like a desk and like the comics on the side. So he's going through the comics and he finds the one where like she tells him about her dad and then he rips it right out of the book. And then like Jughead like kind of wings at her and is like, I got it, girl. Like, I guess that seemed a lot easier than you made it sound. And did you think that when he ripped the comic that like Reggie was going to have like a full like stroke and like pass out or something? Like I no. thought it was going to be a very extreme thing. Like reaction. Yeah. But I it didn't that. seem very invasive because he was, he's, you like, know, mind wiping sounds pretty intense. Yeah. And you know, so, it would be really cool if like along the way, if they try this again or like something, like there has to be consequences to them like dabbling exactly. in these things. Right. So like yeah. I would be 100% down for something like that you know yeah like even in in this moment she does it and then he like whatever passes out or has to be hospitalized or something then maybe veronica can can have a moment and be like oh damn like i really do have to face the consequences of my actions like i can't just like cover up all of my mistakes constantly because even though it's shitty that reggie's blackmailing her she's also trying to run away from the fact that she actually did kill her dad exactly like so for him to just be like Oh, I forgot. Like it, like she gets to get away scot free again. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of not fair. So yeah. Anyway, he rips it, and then suddenly, as Reggie is like counting, he's like, "Oh!" And then she takes the money back, and then he's like, "You better give me that money, or he's else like, I'll tell on you." And, and then she's, she's like, like, "Tell me in what? Tell me what?" He's like, "Tell me what?" That and thing, and she's like, "What thing, bitch?" Yeah, and he's like, "So he's completely uh, forgotten it." Jughead's like, "Yay! I totally like." damaged my friend my my friend's mind my high school friend's mind forever um then it cuts to pop's diner and the ghosts have helped move things out of the place so So good job ghosts thank you for that you guys are awesome uh (laughs) then it cuts to cheryl and heather and cheryl kind of calls her out she's like you know that thing that you were doing with the those people like uh the 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 ghosts um like that's necromancy and actually this is the point what does in that time mean where again it's being able to bring people like, back from the dead like oh yeah yeah it has okay. to do with like death and like bring people back from the dead um so this is when heather actually i thought that she told her earlier but this is actually when she tells her that she is a witch yeah 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 she says it at the end she's like oh yeah i am a witch like ps like yeah so i don't know what she was doing up top but she tells her finally by the end of the episode (laughs) that she is a witch and she thinks that cheryl might be as well yeah and even at this point it was funny because i guess because we knew her in rivervale and we saw that whole story like cheryl as her ancestors and even in rivervale is like a fully realized witch like she knows that she's a witch and i forget that sometimes that like that's not the case in this world because yeah in riverdale she's like oh i always thought that i was a witch but maybe i could be yeah i'm like you prayed for the wind like four <laughs> like two seasons ago we'll never forget the fact that yeah. you prayed for the wind pray for the wind i prayed for the wind um and uh so yeah so she says like cheryl you might be a witch as well and then cheryl's like i'm also a pyrokinetic and then she like 
like lights like, two candles I could on light on fire. She's like, everything's on fire. It's hot in here, isn't so it? So hot. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, Cheryl, this is when Cheryl says, like, teach me everything you know. Like, I'd love to learn from you. And Heather's like, I'm down. So I think this is the last time actually we see her. Yeah. How are your feelings about Heather now I by like the it. end of the episode? I like, like it. I like, like the storyline. I'm excited to see what Cheryl can learn from her. Yes. Do I wish it was more of a Sabrina Sabrina influence? Kind yeah. of, yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like that role should have been Sabrina. Kieran and Shipka, yeah. Kieran and Shipka. And Agreed. for whatever reason, they couldn't with Netflix. I don't, maybe logistically just didn't work out. Yeah. Um, because we have a witch in part of this universe. Like that's, yeah. she is our no, witch. That's true. You're so right. So that's kind of where I see a little bit of a miss, but or I don't flip mind of it that, still. A flip of that would have been to bake Heather into Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah, they wouldn't have known that though. They wouldn't have But they that had, far they ahead. knew about Heather in like season two. So technically, chaos didn't start until like season three, season four. Yeah, if they were, they just obviously didn't think this. They far don't ahead. think about those things, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but, but like, like how easy thing. would it have been to just make a Heather character in that show? Maybe yeah. never show her. Like talk, you could like mention her. Yeah, but then like that would have been sick. We would have been like, oh yeah, that exactly. Was oh, sure. Chaos. Like Heather, I never made the connection. Like, yeah, what a that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You guys are such geniuses. I don't know. <laughs> it's like I guess she was a witch, maybe in the other town. She yeah. could be real. Or she that's why I almost feel like. I almost feel like she could be maybe lying about where she, who she really is or like where she's yeah. from. Yeah. A part of me feels like the twist of the season or one of the twists yeah. of the season is when they're having this standoff, like Heather like goes to the other side Ooh, beside Percival. Shit, and crazy. it's like, I got the dirty on her. Because yeah. technically, when you think about it, Cheryl is the biggest threat to Percival in terms of her being able to like basically boil his body on site like yeah. she can just light him on fire yeah. and call it a day so if heather is this person that's basically working for percival then she, yeah she'll tr like gain cheryl's trust teach her how to do magic but then maybe she'll have to betray her at some point and then cheryl's going to be like you bitch mm. and then all the shoney fans are gonna you know it's so how did how did cheryl get a hold of her she like found her in a book. Like she found her. Like I think she just found her on the internet, and she oh, realized and that she was she, working like, in a library. Yeah. Like it wasn't like anything magic or anything yeah. special. Um. So it'll be interesting to see if there. So do you feel like that's too far fetched if she works for Percival? I guess. Like if you're saying that, like if she was called on by Percival, it would be a different story. Is what you're saying? If she was called on by. Okay. So what I was just thinking was like if. Heather is really dead. Like, if what if she is a ghost? Oh, and like, and like the first couple of times that Cheryl tried to get a hold of her, like she couldn't get a hold of her. Like she didn't mm. get back to her, or like whatever. Like she didn't get her message or whatever the case might have been. I don't know. Right. And then maybe somehow, like, it, obviously it didn't happen. But like, it would have been cool if like she like did a spell or like think like she did a spell like it didn't work but then like yeah, yeah, yeah. heather like showed up or something but then like the spell really did work and like she did like bring her back or something wow do you know what i mean That'd but then cheryl really doesn't cool. even know that she did that yeah i kind of like that but actually. i don't think they'll do that because then um yeah, maybe maybe not and like even the way she was like my mom's dead like maybe she died in that she died in that, maybe accident, she died too. In that accident too no yeah. that's true that's a really good theory that would that would be cool but i need, and, i literally yeah, hope I that half of your theories come true so maybe this one <laughs> <laughs> too. 
Uh, so anyway, then it cuts to um, Reggie talking to Percival about forgetting. He was like, I was there and then I totally forgot what I was going to say. And Percival is kind of like, he's realizing. He's like, something's happening there. Mm. He's on to Jughead. He kind of knows something's up. Um, which I don't know why they, we needed this scene. Obviously, Percival already knows that they're a threat. But yeah. this, this is like an extra layer. Then it cuts to Pop Steiner. And everything's so, being real closed. quick. Yeah, wouldn't this wouldn't this also show that like Percival, like Veronica, isn't working for Percival then? Because like she's going, like she's screwing over Reggie, right? She's going against him. Yeah, I guess too. Yeah, so I guess we would, we would. I guess we got to unless he's like, gonna Veronica like pluck her when he needs her, kind of thing. Which is still possible, right? Yeah, I yeah, think that's totally. Like a sleeper agent kind of situation. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Thinking. Yeah. Um. So then it comes to Pop Steiner. And Betty sees Frank, close up the truck that is going to move all this stuff to the El Royale. And she notices that his aura is now red. So she goes to tell Archie and he goes to confront Frank. He's like, yo, I don't know what you're going to do. Throw this into Sweetwater River or what. But like, you're not bringing this to El Royale. What the hell are you, is like, what the hell yeah. are you doing? And Frank kind of comes back. He's like, oh, you found me out, yo. <laughs> and he's like, I got a palladium ring. Like, don't try me. And I know that I'm turning him into, like, basically a redneck. But, like, that's what he looks <laughs> like to me now. I'm like, I hate you so much, Frank. Um, I love that his answer was only to punch Archie. Like, he had nothing else yeah, to nothing say or else. do. He's like, zero things. He's like, uh, 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 uh. Yeah, so he punches him, but he breaks his hand because yeah. Archie's like, he warns him, too. He was like, yeah. I wouldn't do that if I were you. He punches him. Oh, I, d- I didn't realize hand. Frank had palladium in his hand. Wow. Yeah, because he was literally like, I know your secret, wow. but I'm still going to punch your ass. Um, and then he tells Frank to like, fuck off. He basically says like, I hate that. I hated the storyline because I was like, you made us get to that emotional part. And yeah. like, it still didn't work on Frank. So it's like. And that you're absolutely like right. That. And that's the thing. It's like all these characters are having these moments where you want them to be redeemed. Like how strong of a What other thing are you going to do now to bring Frank back? Yeah. Like, like does nothing. Percival literally need to be murdered in order yeah. for you to like have the click moment? Like, yeah. I don't know if I'm okay with that. Like, no, I wasn't Allison, okay with that. Alice and Frank and Kevin to finally be like, oh my God, we were under a crazy spell. Thank you. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. Then don't show them. It's recycled you know, like, again. Don't One have was them recycled. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even just that. It's I think it's more just like you give them like free will, but it's not free will if they're doing these things on their own accord. Like, are they doing it on their well, own accord? And also like, like what's the what's the deal? I would here? love if they maybe not all of them, like maybe, you know, Alice Alice still stays, but like maybe if Frank was like, Yeah, what the f- am I doing? Yeah. And then he like snapped out of it. At least one of them could be like on their side now. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Like, and like I just feel like we're too far. Like there's too many people on one side for no yeah. reason. Like, we still don't even know why. Why is Reg, Reg, did Reggie learn a magic trick? Yeah. Nothing. He learned, yeah. He learned nothing. Yeah. So anyway, a one funny moment from this before we move on. Betty's face after he, like, punches him and tells him to leave. I was dying because she's just, she? like, awkward. Like, she just, like, like makes this, Yeah. <laughs> she's like, this is so weird. Like, punching your uncle because he uh, tried to steal a bunch of shit. Um, so then it cuts to Pops in the El Royale. So it's set up. Yeah. It's kind of cute, actually. It is cute. Yeah. So it's all set up. Um, and Pops is super happy. He's like, wow, you guys even did like a really nice paint job. And then Tabitha's like, shout out to Benjamin, Benjamin Moore. Benjamin Moore coming through coming once again. Once again. She even says it again. Like, yeah. She even says like, thank you again to Benjamin Moore. Um, 
And she's like, and that means that the ghosts are still going to be here to witness the battle. So, like, I'm lit for this situation. Then it cuts to Tony and Fangs, and they finally have their final talk. And Tony, his, like, her whole tune has changed. She's like, I, before I met you, I used to be so independent, so fiercely independent. Um, but now I feel like we need to, like, unite. I need to, like, hear your ideas. We need to become more of a family. So she asks if he wants to get married. And even Fangs is like, what the F? Like, where did this even come from? Yeah. And sure enough, I'm sure even the audience was like, what the hell? Like, I didn't even yeah. know where the hell she was going with this. But then, of course, we get a flashback and it shows us that she's talking to Janet, the social worker. Yeah. And she's basically worried. She's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to win this. And Janet says, like, you need to, like, look like you're a united front. Like, you yeah. need to, like, show. Like you need to be married. Basically. The strength. Yeah. Basically, you need to be yeah. married. So we do realize that Tony at this point in time is basically just doing it to get her son back. Yeah. What did you think of that whole kind of, like, I mean, I understood it, right? Like, you could see it in the in the beginnings, too. And I think she's just desperate to do anything that will keep her family together and will yeah. keep her son. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I'm not excited about it because, like, it's she's not in love with Fang. She's so not in love with him. It's just like yeah. a technicality, but we'll see what happens with it. I think. <sighs> like, are we gonna see another wedding? Like, do you no, I don't think I don't think we'll like, get that far. Okay, I don't good. think we'll get that because I just don't. I don't want to deal with any of it. No, unless it's gonna be like a very dramatic unless like Cheryl moment. like stops her yeah, like Ross like, and Rachel style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I guess. <laughs> but style. like, whatever. They could just get divorced. Yeah. Just separate. Um, so then it cuts to Betty and Agent Drake talking and she's recapping the fact that she has this gene and because she now sees it in her mom, who also had the MOAOAOA gene, mm -hmm. um, Drake thinks that her powers are now developing even further, mm. which is like plus sign for Betty. Like she's getting some power upage too. Yeah. But the final scene that we see uh, Betty's like I. Also she's like explaining it. Yeah, so she's explaining, it and she's like, "I see it in someone else, and I'm not really sure what to think about it because this person." She's like, "I like, don't know her." She's like, what's her? Like, what's I don't her know her, and I'm like, "Bitch, you know her. It's you." I mean, yeah, it's you. <laughs> like, so the final shot is her seeing it in her, like in a mirror, like yeah. the TikTok mirror um of of herself and that's how the episode yeah ends. it was so, sick though it was cool it was Which, cool if you listen to our podcast last week yeah we did semi talk about if it's possible that she could be the tbk or she could be making it up in her mind or right. she could be some sort of form of this you know this villain and this person so yeah does yeah. does this now allude to that a little bit yeah kind of a little Maybe. bit so or if she has some she's sort just of relation seeing herself to the as that you know so yeah. um yeah interesting we'll see ending. what happens next week yeah. but why don't we get into our recap roundups let's do it recap roundups best moment, moment. My best moment, I think I'm gonna give it to the the Jughead and Veronica scenes just because it was such a you know, we never get to see them together. Different and ultimately, up. like it was a cool scene to see how far Jughead is pushing his ability. I did yeah. appreciate that. So that was, yeah, I was best moment. That. Yeah. My best moment's gonna go to Jughead erasing Reggie's mind because I know that it was like such a short part of the entire episode, but I liked I liked those scenes when he goes into people's minds and now he's actually yeah. able to erase someone's mind and like what follows after. Like that's unlocking like another level of his power, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um 
who's your or what was your WTF moment? WTF, WTF moment. moment. WTF moment. I was I put down Asian Asian Drake being like, "Do you have a boyfriend? Like, <laughs> do you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend? Do you have a boyfriend?" You have a boyfriend? But then you have a also the ending. I think right now, like with Betty, like being like, "It was me. It was me all along." So that was also like, "Oh my god." Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, my WTF moment is going to go to Tony proposing because I was literally yeah. shocked. I was like, what the F are you doing, girl? But it all does make sense by the time you get to like the flashback. Yeah. MVP. MVP. Who's your MVP? MVP. It, like, I don't want to keep choosing Tabby, but I'm going to have to keep choosing Tabby because <laughs> like every time she's in the episode, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. it's her. Like, it's it's really she's her. She's the one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, mine is gonna go to Heather. I know I'm kind of being controversial <laughs> because so controversial, so controversial. <laughs> the last episode, everybody could not stand her, and honestly, I think we do need to give her a chance, whether she's good or bad or whatever. She did call out the spirits and did help Tabitha yeah. through this issue. Yeah, she was there at the right time. She figured this all out for her. So I'm gonna give it to Heather. She she pulled some weight for being yeah. like a yeah, she did random ass character and that's know. why i don't think she's gonna be evil like i do think she's on their side of things i hope so i yeah. hope so yeah. i don't think that's gonna be the case lvp who is your lvp my lvp <laughs> is gonna be fangs fangs Fogarty. it's it's yes yeah, it's, yeah. it's you girl it's you yeah, he for was buying the car when like you worked like literally six hours, you already bought a car. Like yeah, like relax. Why? Yeah, like, that's not how you no. show that you are a good father. Yeah. Yep. Um, my MVP is gonna go to Frank because really, I was just disappointed overall with his character this episode, and yeah, even more definitely. so that he like what there wasn't even a moment where we can look back and be like, oh, but he had that moment with the picture because it was all a lie to me. So like, yeah, yeah, now it was. I, don't even, I don't trust him or his actions, just like I don't trust Alice in her actions. So it's just frustrating. Yeah. The, the best, best line. Or what was your best line? My best line. I don't know the exact words, but it's I think it's the it's the scene with Alice and Betty and like uh -huh. Alice goes in on Betty and she's like, nah, 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 and like, she just like loses on her. Cause I was like, oh, like after everything that you guys have been through together yeah. and after everything that she has done for you, yeah. like, like how can you still, you still don't get it. Like you're still what hypnotized. You're still yeah. under the spell. Like so frustrating. What the hell is wrong with her? Just like, it's just like freaking Frank. Like, he's, yeah. she's just an idiot. But like, Alice is worse because, like, Alice has been in it since, like, season one, episode one, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, we've spent more time with her, so you'd expect yeah. her to grow a little bit or, like, come through like, somehow. Like, if she said it and then she was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's like, like she said this. Like, she she literally says this last season when she tells like Betty like you're such a bad like daughter for like yeah. not being home. It's like all over again. It's like worse. And like Alice is very abusive. Hate her. She's Hate her. very abusive. Um, my best line is gonna go to Betty at the very end when she says the scary part is I don't know who this person is or who this person is a threat to herself, anyone who comes close to her or the people that she loves. So, like, obviously, Betty's going to be fighting for this feeling that she's having. Yeah. Seeing this aura. What is she a threat to? That's some serious-ish that she's going to have to deal with now. So, sorry about that, Betty. Um, let's get into our listener roundups. We have a few. Let's do it. Running. Uh, we have Ash25 <laughs> on it. 
our Shonu Five on it says no best moment once again. Very angry about the show. Um, worst moment slash LVP. This serial killer gene. Okay, thank you so much for saying that. Yeah. They say the fact that Jabatha are a couple but don't have cute slash romantic scenes. True. Mm-hmm. Jughead and Tabitha just don't like no. ever since she's been away. Like we haven't they, like, had don't that don't kiss yet. or anything. Um, the fact that Tony is so OOC. I don't really know what that means. I'm I'm too old for these acronyms, y'all. Um, she says, like, I get she loves her son, but there's no way she puts up with Fang's BS. He's such a effing loser. Doesn't add to anything to the plot. He looks greasy and the actor can't <laughs> act. See? Holy. Cheryl and Heather definitely make me sick. <laughs> and there's no way Cheryl would be interested in her. It seems like they're setting them up to be together. Kevin needs to F off to no MVP or best line. Wow. Damn. Very, you I'm so sorry. Came in came in heavy. Heavy hitter. At MTV Horror, our favorite <laughs> account name. Yeah. Best moment. All the Barchi scenes. It's so sweet to see them lean on each other and see how much Archie cares about Betty. It's yeah. so true. Like they have such cute little moments that I do appreciate. I do appreciate yeah. guys. Like, I'm not forgetting those little moments. They they do add to they you know their relationship. Yeah. For sure. Um MVP Jeronica loved seeing them team up and be successful, at least for now. MVP two haughty agent Drake. Mm. LVP Fangs. And there's an emoji, but I can't tell what it is. Yeah, I don't know. What it, <laughs> it was is like either. Fangs. Dot dot dot. Dot dot dot. Um, we have at food, drinks, and snacks. MVP <laughs> Kevin's absence. <laughs> That's Mark. true. true. LVP the red squiggly line Betty sees. It needs to change color. <laughs> um, it's Marta K says her best moment was Barchi moving in together. Um, her LVP Frank like what the F is wrong with him he's pissing me off MVP Betty for carrying this show on her shoulders WTF <laughs> moment Frank hitting on his hitting his own nephew just because yeah, Betty and Archie and then someone oh the real Alex Frank says Betty and Archie moving in with each other so cute we forgot that Barchi moment like yeah they moved in oh, together yeah, true. legit they moved, because they should have done been doing yeah, that when they, technically That's they already okay. were yeah yeah exactly um, do we have any more? Sierra, did you get Sierra's already? Checking. Oh, yes. Let's do hers. Yeah. Best, Best moment. Yeah. Jughead and Veronica's magic show slash side convos in the casino and Jughead, Jughead's house. I love them too as a duo and I'm glad that we're finally getting them together. Might not be Jeronica shit fantasy, but glad they're doing something and not tied to other people like before. WGF, the ghost bit. I was It was cool to see Tabitha connecting all the dots, but it felt so odd that Cheryl Blossom, of all people, was gagged and grouped at what was going on. Like, to me, it felt out of character. Very Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what you were saying. MVP, I say this every week, but when she's in, in the episode... But Tabitha, mother effing Tate is just the best. Sis gets yeah. shit done and it's great to have her back. LVP, Fangs, I'm sorry to Drew, but the acting was possibly... <laughs> oh man, it is just wretched. 
It's the worst it's been so far, and it's been bad. Like, I don't know what happened, <laughs> but post-time, Jump Drew, Ray Tanner seemed to forget how to act, and I feel bad that Vanessa has such a poor scene partner. Oh, my God. This girl is carrying their plot so hard right now. Whoa. Best line, so how how is your boyfriend from Agent Drake? Jim Halpert's. So they say MVP, Archie for helping Tabitha and Pops no matter what, especially Ghost and using El Royale. LVP, I could have said Frank, but Fangs, need I say more? Best moment, Jughead turning villain with V. Good team against Reggie. Nice to see those two together. Also, Betty finding out about Frank's aura. WTF moment, as a librarian myself, the sage to set the library's intention. Ha ha ha, but Heather's fine otherwise. Best line, drinks are on me. Here's my chime card. I don't remember. So I that. didn't get that. Chime card as in like like I guess it's like a tap. It's like one of those like oh, um tappy okay. tappies. Yeah. Um, and I think that's pretty much everyone we got. Thank you so Thank much you for putting all of your things in. We always appreciate it. And we always try to get to as many as we can by the end of the episode. So now that we're here, I would like to take the time to thank our patrons of the episode. Our Rewinder squad, we have White, Nicole, and Cliff. Our Lit Rewinders, Tina and Soleil and Kate. And our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Grace. Thank you, guys. If you'd like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. And also make sure you're checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to say engage with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.